everybody. Welcome back. back. David Sylvan again for part two of our uh, Health Voyages podcast series, Nursing Through a Pandemic. Uh, we're going to welcome back the leaders that you met during episode one. And today we're going to talk through some of, one, some of our contemporary realities and some of the contemporary challenges that we're going to be facing. Many of you know that the Innovation and Ventures platform is predicated upon a human-centered design talent. One of the tools that we talk about, some of you might have picked this up in some of the LMS learnings or perhaps on our, on our website, is, is known as the Service Blueprint. We're going to take a close look at what happens simultaneously between your front office and your back office activities. Many of us as patients, we're only experienced uh, only experience with the actual encounter, but obviously a lot needs to happen behind the scenes. And we're gonna go through some of that today. Let me start again. Uh, I wanna reintroduce, or at least have the panel reintroduce themselves. Um, we'll start with Melissa. Quickly take us uh, through uh, your, uh, your day job, if you will, Melissa. Yeah, thanks, David. It's good to be back. Um, I'm Melissa Cole. I am an advanced registered nurse practitioner and also the vice president for emergency medicine here at UH. And again, for the past six weeks, I've been working in our hospital incident command system structure for the system as the clinical operations section lead. I'll turn it over to Jason. Yeah, thanks, Melissa. My name is Jason Pertz. I'm the chief nursing officer for Cleveland Medical Center. And um, over the past six weeks, I've also been working in incident command as the operations section chief. Julia? Thanks, Jason. Um, hello, my name is Julia Skarbinski. I'm the chief nursing officer at UH Portage Medical Center. And my focus over the past six weeks has been surge planning and maintaining our processes for safety and quality in conjunction with our other community hospital leaders. I'll turn it over to Ashley. Hi, yes, I'm Ashley Fertig, and I'm currently the Chief Nursing Officer for UH Kania and Geneva Medical Centers. Um, for the past six weeks, I've been working locally as an operational hospital lead, doing surge planning as well, and also for the system as the CNO Section Chief. Erin? Hi, Ashley, thanks. Um, I'm Erin Slay. I am the System Director of Advanced Practice, as well as the Director of Nursing for UHPS. Over the last six weeks, I've been focusing on bringing care to our communities through, throughout the pandemic through surge planning, launching drive-through testing, lock-up testing, as well as fever clinics and virtual visits uh, in conjunction with a large leadership team. Good afternoon. My name is Jen Carpenter. I'm the Vice President for our IT Clinical Systems at UH, and I have responsibility for the teams that work on our electronic medical record and many of the diagnostic systems. So I've been really involved in the uh, command center for our COVID response. I've been the point person for all the information technology needs in, in response to the pandemic. And I've also spent a lot of time planning for how we would deal with surges of patients at one or many sites. Thanks, David. Welcome Glad to be back here today. to the, uh, to the eight team. Before we get to some stories, um, perhaps a couple of you can comment on uh, the current state of nursing overall. You know, we read about it being a profession under duress. We, we, we hear about shortages, but maybe Ashley, just from a general sense, give us the, uh, the State of the Union. Yeah, thanks, I'd, I'd be happy to. Um, so as nurses, you know, we are the most trusted profession and, and we're counted on as being essential. 
Um, nurses are also being recognized at this time as those unsung heroes. We've stood up um, even when we're scared or unsure of this disease. We've continued to provide excellent and human caring to our patients and our communities. Um, we've jumped into different roles in order to help our peers, um, and what makes that's what makes our profession so amazing. Um, we're finding our voice, and we need to continue to speak up with that voice. Selfless voice as well. Uh, thank you for that. Julia, what about you? Well, I'd say that uh, sometimes to describe the state of nursing, we need to look back. I mean, it is ironic that this is the year of the nurse and our founding mother, Florence Nightingale's 200th birthday. We are really uh, brought back to our beginnings and values. Florence was an epidemiologist and infection preventionist, and she changed the health of our veterans by studying and following, following infection control standards, which today with COVID are the spotlight. And she really lets us know that and shows us that uh, one nurse can really change the world. And uh, we observe that it's not ironic that uh, she was an epidemiologist and uh, infection preventionist. Great. Now let's, let's talk about some examples. Perhaps uh, what's happening on the front line. Erin, thoughts? Sure, David. Our front line is for, forever changed and currently is, is in a constant state of change. It's home care, it's remote monitoring, it's our drive-through testing sites, it's our virtual visits for our patients, and it's supporting our community partners through long-term care facilities. We, we are really outreaching um, throughout this, this pandemic to our community. We've needed to be more creative and, uh, in our approaches and to manage the outbreaks than ever before. And we've asked our nurses to work through some very chaotic, changing platform situations while doing their very best to keep our patients as our primary focus. We couldn't be prouder of our frontline efforts. And, and Thank you, thank you for that, Erin. Jason, what are your thoughts? Sure, um, well, my initial thought is how amazing and adaptive the nursing staff has been as things evolved at a rapid pace. There was a lot of fear, um, a lot of concern about PPE, and as we know, PPE and the standards were evolving on a 12 to 24 hour basis, but our staff has been extremely resilient very receptive and willing to learn and listen. And, and our nursing staff is just simply amazing. You know, one thing that I think has come out of this that, that is, is currently um, being reviewed is how nurses have stepped up to be cross-trained in different areas of need. And I think that's just simply exceptional to show their courage to go in to a different area. As you know, we do have many specialties. So, We've also seen a lot of the use of technology that we've talked about in the prior episode, um, facilitating um, jabber and phone calls to make sure that we're connecting with our loved ones and families. Appreciate that. Erin and Jason talked to us about, uh, about what we would refer to as, uh, as front stage. And perhaps we'll shift now to Melissa and Jen to talk to us a little bit about backstage and how that has been uh, informed as we transition from more of a dispersed command and control structure to something that's been a, a little bit more centralized and, uh, and, and unified, uh, and the extent to which that might be a sustainable or sustained model, uh, perhaps we can talk to that as well. But Melissa, we'll start with you. 
Yeah, thanks, David. Uh, the command center really has been a hub of so many activities. Things like cross-training, inventorying, skill sets, creating regional staffing models, contingency planning for alternate sites of care, you know, as Aaron mentioned in the last ambulatory drive-throughs, looking at how we deliver care different with virtual visits. It has helped us practice what we preach as far as being a healthcare system and not just a group of hospitals. So we've been doing things together uh, and, and act like a system like we've never done before. Jen, I don't know if you want to add anything. Sure, thanks, Melissa. I'm just so proud to be a part of the UH team and the command center team. We've seen UH as a leader in the state's response and the state's planning. Uh, our, our team has had regular connections with both state and national leaders throughout the past couple of months. You know, another important point is how we have excelled at outreach. I think that's what UH is. UH is about caring for our community and the outreach to our Amish communities, to our skilled nursing facilities, our correctional institutions, we have shined by sharing the best practices that we've developed here. We've sent teams in to assess and implement those best practices for the safety uh, and well-being of the, the residents in those areas. So it's, it's, um, it's humbling and just really, uh, really proud. So I'd say the command center model, it's intentionally interdisciplinary. We're talking about uh, groups of, of all types of caregivers, infectious disease providers, lab providers, um, supply chain, information technology, nursing. Uh, I could I could talk forever about the, the all the different types of people working on the same problem. Focus matters, and we've been mission centric and have been prioritizing the work to be focused, and that's what makes the difference. And it's about the humanity, right, Jen? I mean, at the end of the day, you're doing what you're doing because of the people that you're you're serving and. Maybe I'll ask J Jason this question uh, from the perspective of, of his lens as a CNO. What, how might we tweak, adjust, augment, supplement our approach moving forward to ensure that we continue to embody the, the human-centered aspects of, of the role? Sure. Thanks, David. I think um, it's real interesting to kind of look back on where nursing has evolved from. And as we all know, there's been a lot of publicity around telemedicine. And um, from a nursing perspective, we are also integrating technology into our workflow. And I think this is going to be part of our, our new norm. And our new norm is continuously evolving. I think the, uh, the genesis of nursing was in the home and in the community. And I think we're seeing now based on current events that we can evolve and use this technology and provide the same level of care outside of the proverbial four walls of an acute care hospital. So the future is positive and we're very excited of, of using this as an opportunity to move into a new norm. Appreciate it, Jason. Melissa, let's close with, uh, with you. You're, you're on the front line. Um, by definition, with regard to your leadership role with the emergency department, what counsel, what advice, what, uh, what words of empowerment or, or encouragement do you have for, for existing nurses or prospective nurses, please? I think through the pandemic, we can see why nurses are the most trusted profession. 
we're dependable, we're flexible, we're figuring it all out, and we are with people in their best and their worst moments. UH nurses empower, advocate, and innovate to achieve excellence in human caring. Nurses will continue to do that, and I believe we need to continue to speak up, advocate more. The world is listening, and we're ready to respond. Thank you for that inspiring uh, uh, close, Melissa. Um, certainly for anyone who happened to be from another planet and not had an appreciation for the role of nursing, uh, I think this, this crisis has certainly underscored and, uh, and highlighted that. Um, I've come away from these two podcast series with a deeper appreciation for you as, uh, as people and certainly for you as a profession. And, uh, and for that, on behalf of everyone, I thank you. And to our listeners, uh, as we said at the outset, uh, upcoming episodes are going to feature some of our leadership in infection control and pathology as they talk us through their perspectives with, with regard to what has happened and what will happen. And with that, I say goodbye.